choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. What up, what up, what up? This is Thanks for Asking Kells Radio. I am back for episode 150. How's everybody? I hope everybody's doing good. Oh, I ain't get my Twitter joint. It's at KMGZ on Twitter. Damn, I was on a good, like, two-week run of getting it right. Um, whatever. Alright, what up? How everybody doing? New week. Um, what's the day? Wednesday, yeah. It's raining today, but it's not freezing. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I know April is one of them funny months. Like, sometimes it snows in April. It'll be, like, but it's supposed to be, like, you know, sun out, like, you know, cool. Like, maybe 60s, 70s, 60s, 50s, I don't know. And it hadn't been that. It was, like, freezing winter, so past couple days, I guess it's been decent, but it's raining today, but it's not cold, like, so, you know, I guess slowly but surely, we'll get there, um, so yeah, let's just get started, um, so, we're gonna start with, uh, yours in negritude, and actually, I realized when I did this, that, um, I was supposed to look up my yours in negritude's, uh, name, and I didn't, so let me do that right now. But it's the, um, the Yours and Negritude is going out to, let's see, James Shaw Jr., who, um, was in the Waffle House with a lot of other people minding his business when some raging white boy came in naked with an AR-15 and shot it up, and I think four people were killed, Probably would have been more, except for um, James. He uh, attacked the guy and, and, and wrestled the, the weapon away from him. And the guy got away, and there was a man. He was out. He was, like, fleeing for a while. I think they called him yesterday, the day before, found him BMW. But shout out to him. And, it's you know, it's kind of like what I it's, I... it's a shame that this, this is the situation we, we are in, but or we find ourselves in, but we are. And, like, what I said with the school shootings, and I was like, you know, I just don't... The huddling in place and like I just don't. I just think some. I think sometimes your best bet, not all the time, but sometimes your like in that situation, a Waffle House, where that dude could have just really killed everybody in there. Like the police, look, man, shit is off the chain. If the the police not really gonna help, or if they are, they can't get there in time or whatever. It's you, the one that got to save your life. And I just think in some of these situations, not all. It's like, yo, you got to try to get that gun away from that dude. Fuck all this shit they talking about with arming the teachers and the kids and all that, all this stupid shit. But, like, if you can, you got to try to get that. I, I remember specifically, um, what was it, the Virginia Tech shooting? Because they went through that pretty, um, pretty, uh, they went through, like, a, a blow by blow of that. And I just remember reading through it, and I was just like, wow, there was a lot of, there was a lot of, situations where they could have got that gun from and I know these are college kids and everybody ain't I know but like as part of this new reality we live in where people is just coming in and shooting shit up like you might need to get there like you might need to be like like everybody got the zombie apocalypse plan the hurricane plan all that 
you might need to get a shooter plan. Like, yo, if a nigga come in and shooting, and I can get that gun away from him, that's what I'm going to try to do, because he's going to shoot us anyway. And, um, you know, the uh, Columbine shooting, we saw it in a video. Like, I don't really, when you in a wide area like that, you can't really run up on a dude. But, I mean, I just think that that's a better um, option a lot of times than to just sit there and wait to get shot or just hurl in place and just hide and hope he don't see you. I mean, that, that, the, um, what was it, the uh, Pulse nightclub, that's what they did, and a lot of people got shot, like, shout out to him, and I just think people need to really, God forbid you ever in that situation, but I think, like, that's something that they need to try to tell people, like, yeah, you duck for cover, and we not ramble out here, and if it's not safe, yeah, you duck for cover and pray to God, but, like, some of these situations, like, the dude in the Waffle House, I guess he came in, dude saw the chance to get the rep, because the a lot of these dudes are cowards, right? These dudes are bitch, punk-ass cowards, mad about some bullshit, and they come in there with that gun to threaten and terrorize people, and if you just challenge them, like, this ain't the movies. These niggas coming in, they Rambo, and these super sophisticated, most of them are punk white kids, as we always see, white boys, and if you just challenge them, and I know this from experience, you'd be surprised how effective it can be. Because these niggas is punks. They in there with that rifle trying to be a big man. You run up on them, knock that shit out their hand, knock them over, tackle them, whatever. You'd be surprised. They'll get up and run. So, or, you know, whatever. You'll just have them. So, I just think that as a part of, if this is going to be our new reality, like, people, that need, that's a good option. Because you're going to get shot either way. So, if a nigga come in a Waffle House and he just starts shooting people wild, like, and he ain't going nowhere... What you got to lose with try to try to tackle him, try to get that gun away from him, try to put him down, you know, hold him down, jump on him, jump him, get that shit gun away. Dude, I think I grazed in the arm, but I mean, four people died, could have been more. So, shout out to him, and that's, that's you know, I just, I just think as part of this new reality, people need to really, like, consider that, because I just don't, I just don't, th- I just don't see the point in, you know, everybody just freezing and getting shot. So... I don't know, maybe, I, and I've realized everybody don't have the wherewithal, or, sorry, tired, or the, um, you know, the personality or whatever it's called to do that, but it, it need to be, people need to know that that's an option, because I think sometimes that might be the quickest way to, to settle that shit, so yeah, shout out to him, yours and nigger too, alright, so we don't have a lot, I don't know how long this is going to be, I'm still, you know, I don't know, I'm, saying, I'm having a rough time. I don't get into it, but anyway, let's go on to current events. Alright, um, what? Oh, so on the heels of the shooting in the Waffle House, and as an addendum to last week's story about the the black guys getting kicked out of Starbucks, apparently um, there's some video, and I haven't really looked into it deeply, I saw it on the TL a few times, and maybe like on a blog or something. There was a black, but since then, I don't know about this story. So, supposedly there's a black lady that was in Waffle House. I don't know why. The situation was she was in the Waffle House. She was asking to speak to a manager. She wouldn't leave. That's all I've heard. I have not read anything that explained why it got to the manager state. Um, And they show her being, you know, they call the cops on her. She's being thrown down and thrown all around and shirt ripped open. And so, I'm not, a lot of, the reason why I'm weary sometimes is because some of this shit, when y'all post it on the, TL, and it's not a lot of context, but it's a whole lot of commentary, and, you know, y'all trying to get riled, people riled up, 
I'm always uh, suspicious of those because it's usually more to the story than, than what y'all are trying to tell and y'all just trying to make it some thing. The Starbucks situation, I mean, it was a customer sitting off to the side that put her video on the thing, you know, and so it was obvious what was going on. But some of these clips, y'all, y'all, you know, y'all be like, oh, look how they manhandling them. And then it turns out that, you know, dude had just like came in the store and slapped 29 people. <laughs> See what I mean? So I was wary of it already. And I read today... Um, I forgot where that not that the police had to do her like that. They, I mean, you know, we I'm tired of talking about these cops, like, we know they never have to do all the shit that they do. But from what I was reading today, it's she was really not sitting there minding her business, she actually was being like disruptive. And like, they had asked her to leave, and she could have just left. And then the cops came and did what they did, which you know, of course, but I, I, I thought so when I saw that story. And so that's why I was, like, not retweeting. I was like, ah, I don't know. When y'all be trying to make it all, when y'all post, like, real small clips and y'all put all this commentary, like, oh, y'all went up for so-and-so. Well, how about this? It's usually the jig. So, you know, they ain't have to throw on the ground like that, but it was not the same situation um, at the Waffle House. But I brought it up because people was like, oh, you know, when, um, you know, the, the boycott Starbucks, people, uh, people brought up, sorry, I'm sorry. People brought up they're going to boycott Waffle House. And I was like, y'all know, got good and got damn well wasn't nobody going to boycott no Waffle House. I've been to Waffle House, like, not that often because there's not that many up here. I, I, I think the furthest one north is in Maryland, and I was surprised by that. I've been to one in Ohio, and I've been to one in Atlanta. The one in Atlanta was delicious. The one in Ohio was all right, um, a little under-seasoned. But the one in Atlanta was delicious, and it's cheap. And you can get, like, a waffle, like, a pound of bacon, some grits, an orange juice, um, you know, red velvet cake, um, sweet potato pie, peach cobbler, all that shit in one meal at Waffle House for, like, $8. Ain't nobody boycotting no motherfucking Waffle House. And it's just like when the, um, everybody was talking about Chick-fil-A, hated the gays. I was like, what? Mm, that's horrible. Can I get a number three with... Polynesian sauce? Yes. Shh, don't talk too loud. Just please pass it across the table. I was not boycotting Chick-fil-A. Like, mm -mm, that shit is too delicious. They ain't never denied me no service. They ain't been nothing but nice to me in here. They got paid gay people behind the counter. If they owner or whoever, the stockholders, whatever it is, want to donate to whoever, I mean, I, I'm sure they all do. And I don't see why I got to miss out on this delicious chicken. So, nobody is, nobody is never going to boycott uh, Waffle House. Um, but, uh, yeah, shout out to him. Uh, oh, damn, it's like three topics all around Waffle House. All right. Um, so then, was it yesterday? Sort of the same discussion or same topic. Um, so there were four black ladies who belonged to this golf club. And actually, they tour all around the world going to play golf and just so happens that one is like the head is a judge and head of the local NAACP her and her friends are on this golf course and I played golf a few times I like to play golf but it is it is it, it take a long time like to play 18 or even 12 holes it take a long time and you know you got to pay to belong to this shit is expensive so I like it but ain't you know not like that so um, but I'm familiar with how, how it is. So basically, you know, you start on the course and everybody starts on the course and y'all go in order. And like, if you take too long, it's, it's a, it's a pace. They want people to keep going. They don't want people to keep, you know, be waiting. So if somebody's on a hole ahead of you, you got to wait. So basically if you taking too long cause you suck or you can't get in a hole or whatever the case, 
you gotta let people play through. Like that's polite. You let people play through. Let them. So you don't hold it up. Then you, when they people play their hole, then you go finish your hole or whatever. So these ladies was on the course, and these white dudes, and they said they were the owners of the course. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't. But they were playing, so I'm not really sure. I didn't really understand that part of it, but decided that these black women were taking too long on the hole on a golf course, playing golf. A leisurely activity in a club that they belong to, that they pay for, and it ain't cheap to play golf. Decided they were taking too long on a hole and called the police. So, so many things. First of all, um, and I guess, you know, to their credit, they, so the range, what do they call it? The, um, there's the, the course, I forgot, the person who makes sure that the, you know, the pace of the game keeps going. He was like, they weren't taking long. It was somebody in the hole ahead of them, so they couldn't have moved anyway. They were keeping up with the pace. We don't know what they're talking about. It wasn't nobody older than them, nothing. Them dudes just called the cops for no reason, basically. Um, it's just interesting to me because now they've issued an apology. Of course they have because, like I said before, the lady's a judge. And not only is she a judge, she's the head of the local NAACP, so you know she got right on that. And now he's issued an apology, and I know that apology ain't going to be enough. I hope all, and I'm sure all four, they didn't say what the other three ladies do, but I'm sure they're all professionals and fancy and do important things, I'm sure. And um, I hope they sue the shit out of that golf course, and I hope by the time they're done, that golf course is named um, Black Girl Magic, Blackity Black Ass, Baychella, um, you know, Negro Oi Golf Course 2018. I hope that they sue them straight to that. Um, white people, y'all love to call the cops whenever, you know, us uppity blacks don't do what you think we're supposed to do, or we don't, uh, acquiesce to your authority as a white, as a Caucasian, we don't, you know, move fast enough for you, or, or respect your authority, or whatever the fuck you think, you know, we're supposed to do, you love calling the police on us, because you know the police, nine times out of ten, are gonna come and make us do what you want us to do, and that's why you always hear, you know, as soon as something happened, well, if they would've just did what the police said, which basically is proxy for, if they would've just did what I said, then this wouldn't happen to them, they would've just, you know, so we, on to y'all, um, if the police want to come out and do y'all bidding, they can continue to get sued. That's like they will at, I'm sure, at Starbucks and just like these people. Well, actually, I don't know if the cops, I don't know. I don't know. If they, I don't know if it said the cops came. Said they were called. I don't know if the cops actually came. I didn't read that far. But I, they weren't arrested or anything like that. So these cops, thank God, had good, you know, good sense because you never know. These cops nowadays come, they come six deep to drag you out of Starbucks in handcuffs for, you know, sitting. So you never know what's gonna happen, but, um, uh, I just wanted to mention that, because it's to the point, like, even white, even other white people, even white people are starting to notice it now, like, goddamn, like, can, why are y'all just called the police, like, who, who, it's, it's a, it's funny, because it's a cultural thing, like, all our lives, like, black people, we, for many, many, many reasons, as we know, they nine times out of ten they're gonna be racist. They're not gonna help you whatever the case. But just culturally, even beyond that, we don't really call the police. Well, let me say because I have told y'all before, I am a long time staunch authority caller. I will call the authorities because I don't care. I pay my motherfucking taxes and I ain't going to be motherfucking arguing with you. Okay? And I don't really want to interact with you. I just don't want to deal with you. So, and I ain't going to call it for stupid shit. But, 
listen, when I was young, it was many a times where stuff start on the block or where we at. It's usually on the block because, you know, I was always at my dad's store and it was always something going on. And stuff start getting, especially in the summertime, stuff start getting popping. They start acting dumb. I call the cops. If, even if it's just to, like, settle that shit down before it get out of hand, I will, I will call the cops anonymously in a minute. I ain't going to call them, like, you know, no snitch shit, but don't listen. Don't be the one trying to break into the neighbor's house. You know, people like, mind your business. I'll be like, mm-hmm, I'll go right inside and call the police. Like, yeah, um, this guy's trying to break in. I will call the authorities. Let me just say that. But as a culture, white people, like, y'all call the police for everything. Like, y'all have no conflict, but, like, a lot of shit y'all call the police because y'all just don't know how. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all. Like, a lot of shit could just be like, hey... You know, can you turn your music down? Now, if you ask them a couple times and they still don't turn it down, then yeah, call the police. Look, I, done, I got to go to work. I done asked them a couple times. They ain't turned it down. Can you please do something? Sure. But y'all motherfuckers' first instinct for everything is to call somebody on a golf course, on a goddamn golf You couldn't just go up and say, I mean, first of all, they said they was not. They just didn't want, they just ain't like seeing them black women there. I'm telling you, Trump, they got into office and every fucking, y'all, these motherfucking white people got batteries in their back and they think it's 1950 and they can just do what the fuck ever. And sometimes they can because these police will come in and they'll, and same people and they'll let it be done. That's why, yo, Trump is terrible for this country in so many ways, but that's the main way right there. That y'all are so bold now, y'all feel like y'all bigotry is, is sanctioned and y'all can do whatever y'all want to do and, you know, the police are going to be on your side and everybody's gonna be on your side and you can just run you all the shit you was afraid to do before because you get knocked the fuck out and newsflash you'll still get knocked the fuck out your president will get you fucked up but y'all insisting because y'all think that nigga down at pennsylvania avenue i don't know he gonna you know pop out like a genie and help you it ain't happened yet um but it's just it's just emboldened all these stupid assholes all these people that we've just fought decades and centuries and decades and centuries to fucking just get the fuck back are just now running the, they just you just let them all out the pen and now they running loose again and that's why it's fuck y'all forever we don't want to hear your side we're never going to hear your side we don't want to talk to you because you just because whatever stupid ass reason you gave because it's all going to be a stupid reason because it's no smart reason to work for this motherfucker you just let this shit run loose because you don't give a fuck and and fuck all the everybody else and all the work that everybody's done to try to get us to a civilized place y'all just said fuck it so now Everybody and everything is just, they just feel like they can do what they want to do, and it don't matter. Fuck y'all forever. Um, and fuck the men that called the, the, the uh, police on them black women playing golf. And they, like I said, I hope they own that bitch by the time they are done. Um, want to mention that. Moving on. Um, so I just... <laughs> Want to shout out real quick the Philadelphia 76ers who beat the Miami Heat 4-1 to in the first round of playoffs and now going on to the second. And I just want to mention it because everybody, you know, came in like the Heat was just going to beat us. And, you know, they, we beat them the first game without – Embiid wasn't even in the game. And we beat them because Embiid was still out for his eye. And then they, you know, they beat us the second game. It was like, oh, they've erased the Philadelphia's home court. We went right back to it. Not just beat them, we spanked them. We spanked them. It ain't been no barn buzzers. We've been, we beat them solid. And now we into the second round. And like I told y'all when it was the Eagles, I'm telling y'all with the Sixers. I think that the Sixers can get 
to the Eastern Conference Finals. We are good. We are a good team. We got good players. We play well. Our defense is great. And B will slap your ball into the fucking second row. Ben Simmons is, whew. Ben Simmons is a nasty, nasty, nasty man, man. That dude, whoo, that dude got moves like magic, bro. Um, I think we can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, you know, I think we can get past Cleveland. I think we can get past Boston. Can we get past Golden State? Uh, but if, if getting to the finals is a feat for us, when two years ago, what was we? We had 12 wins, 10 wins. Um, we this our first. We this our first um, trip back to the playoffs in I don't even know a lot of years. And you know, we already have the first round. If we get to the finals, we're gonna be back. Trust the process. Here we come. So. Shout out. I'm telling you, I just feel like Philadelphia, it's our time. We finally won the Super Bowl. Nova won the NCAA championship. I got to check on the Phillies. I'm not sure what they're doing. But the Sixers just won. Just, I mean, might as well say swept. They, the Miami won one game. They won one game. We beat them, and they, they, they beat us one time on our court. We beat them on their court twice and on our court. <laughs> Light work. Um, bring on who's next. I just feel like it's our time. I feel like once the Eagles won, it like lifted this pall, this, this, this globe, dome, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that was over the city, just had us down, had us like, ah, damn, when is we ever going to win? Now. Now. I feel like, I feel like it's our time. I don't know. I just feel like it is. Um, yeah, so shout out to the 76ers. Um, bring on who's next. So, the other thing that I wanted to mention is with the, I'm not going to talk about Ye and his rant, but it just brought up something that I wanted to, it just made me think of something that I wanted to mention. So y'all know last week I shout, or whenever it was, I shouted out Janelle Monae's um, pink video and she's dropped, well, no, I shouted out Make Me Feel, then I shouted out Pink, and now she's dropped another one called uh, I Like It that I watched. Um, and I've told y'all before, like, I, I like Janelle Monet. I've just never been a fan of her music. I don't think it's bad. It's just not, it's just never, some people just love her. Like, oh, my God, her music's so great. It never grabbed me like that. Just, just, I like her on screen. I like her in movies. But I liked Django Jane a lot. Um, I like the other two videos. But she was on The Breakfast. She, she's doing a promo tour for the album that's going to drop Friday called Dirty Computer. And... She was on the Breakfast Club this morning, and I just—it's so refreshing. It's so refreshing when you come across an artist who is bright, who is intelligent, who is knowledgeable, and who can express themselves well without getting hijacked by them dumbasses on the Breakfast Club. And Janelle's. I had, I mean, I've heard her, you know, speak a little bit before, but I don't know. I should, I, I think, I read, there's a great article, oh, there's a great article on her, also in the New York Times, you should probably read, and they said that, I don't think she's going to college, but she's like, went to school, or maybe she did go, I can't remember. She, I, I, I don't think she's like a college graduate, but I mean, I think she's, she's attended like creative art schools and all that. Smart is my point. Um, and... She just was really, she was, so she was discussing her videos, and, and I didn't know this, because I, I watched the Women's March, sort of, like, I didn't watch the speeches and stuff, 
and she was at the women's march apparently and gave a speech that like went over really well but I just like she was very poised and the way she was handling herself they kept they were asking her about um you know her videos and her interpretations and what they meant like you know um with the pussy pants on pink and all, or I call them pussy pants on pink, and um, she articulated herself well, and uh, she was like, yeah, she was, if you notice, um, it wasn't, it was, the, everybody's costume was vagina, she was like, some didn't have on pants, she was like, I was trying to include everybody, I was trying to make everybody feel, see, feel seen, we have our transgender, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, with the environment that we're in, and all the shit we're going through, I'm trying to, was trying to be inclusive and make everybody seen. And she explained that really well. So then, you know, Charlemagne was doing what Charlemagne did, and he was asking her different stuff about, um, you know, all the stuff going on now. And she just, she explained how he was like, yeah, what was she saying? Oh, she was like, um, I can't remember what he asked her, but it, it, the gist of it was, you know, language and being PC. And she was like, no, 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 there's, there's no PC. Like you got to understand the environment that we're in and you can't, you know, people can't, people would like to just throw words around or, or throw these, you know, flip these concepts around. Like they don't have, um, like they don't have, this is me paraphrasing, like they don't have history and they don't have context. And like, we don't know where they come from. Like people just want to jump up and be like, Oh, why I can't say nigger. Like they don't know. You know why you can't say nigger. There's uh, two, three hundred years of, of history for why you can't say nigger. So don't jump up in 2018 and act like all of a sudden that, and people been rapping since what, the 80s and saying niggas a song all that time. And don't, so don't act, don't jump up like you can't say, like you don't know why you can't say nigger. And what she said, which I thought was great, which is the simple, easy answer, but everybody just acts so stupid and don't understand it. She was like, look, that's our word. You cannot take a word that, that you have used to oppress people. That's, that's what you use it for, to oppress people, and then turn around and try to use it against the oppressed once again. Like, you can't do that. Like, yeah, we can say nigger. Like, we, because we can. Because it's a, we are the oppressed people that you tried to use it against. And we can use it. You can't. And, like, what are you talking about? In 2018, all of a sudden, now you're trying to flip shit around. Like, all that shit never happened. And it was just, she was just great, she was articulate, he said, he asked her something else about, um, what did he ask her? Oh, he asked her about Prince, which I didn't know that her, um, her and Prince had worked together, again, I listen to her music, I didn't know they had worked together, and she, and he was such a mentor for her, but, she talked about that process, and she talked about, um, uh, I'm trying to blank, something she said that was so good, um, oh, I guess it was still in a nigger term. So she was saying how, you know, it, it's just like with bitch. Like, she was like, you know, Angela can say bitch. You can't say, you can't say bitch. Because she, she just was explaining it properly. And in other words, she was saying that there are oppressed people and there are oppressors. And there are privileged people and there are people who don't have privilege. And if you're an oppressor, you cannot use things against the oppressed and act like you don't know what you're doing. And act like it's the same thing. Because he was like, oh, you know, I kind of feel like that's, you know, when white people kind of feel like they can say nigger. She was like, no, nah, it's not the same thing. Like, you can't say it. I don't care if it's a, that's the price you pay. You got all the world and all this shit. That's the price you pay. You can't say it. But she just, she just kept saying, no, this is an oppressed, you, we are oppressed people. You are using nigger to try to oppress us. It is not the same thing when we say it. Cut, stop the nonsense. It's just very articulate about it. And it's so it's just such an easy answer. And they get and people go on these fucking shows all the time and they just say the dumbest shit and they act like it's so complicated and like, oh yeah, that is a good point. They can say it now. No, it's not. It's not a good point. It's stupid. You sound stupid. It's dumb. 
They can't say it, and it's a very simple reason why. And she just didn't let, she just, I like when people go on there. You can tell people are really smart and on their own and not just prepared like this is how you do an interview because she didn't get sidetracked she didn't fault like none of his shit she was like no I don't agree with that and then she expressed why he can't say nothing because he's only you know he can only in- interject when niggas is just as dumb as he is and then, you know but she was like no I don't agree with that and this is why and it made sense so and she didn't let them hijackers you know they say it was a really good interview so I was impressed with her not that I wasn't before I just it's you don't come across that you can you don't come across artists that often that you can tell are smart beyond are, are smart on their own like they actually read and they're concerned about that and they've looked they they know what they're talking about because they have read it not something shit they Google real quick for an interview or this is what I'm supposed to say or this is what the PR person told me to say and they're just repeating what they say you can tell when a person is is knowledgeable and knows things and she knew things like it wasn't like she was parroting anything back she knew things and she was explaining them well and I, and I was just like oh okay I was really impressed with it not that I thought again I didn't think she was dumb but it's just it's such a treat because these artists just be you know how they be and they get on there and they just say the stupidest shit and all this whole tep dumb stupid bullshit that these artists are always saying and she and she was not like that you know she was smart she was articulate and she was correct that's what she, she was correct in what she was saying is, is is the point it was nothing she was saying that she was like nah, girl no girl no well no well let me tell you what she was trying to say none of that she was very clear now it needed to be clarified um when she said when she didn't agree she said no i don't agree with that she said why i noticed they did not ask her any questions about tessa i'm pretty sure that was on on purpose i mean she was there to promote the album but i you know any other artists would have got on there you know they always try to put you know they always try it they didn't even try it so i'm sure her people was like look this what we gonna talk about this what we ain't gonna talk about um i heard her also on uh hot 97 and i guess it was it was later in the day after gay had did all whatever he was doing and ebro asked her and again she was like no i don't agree with that and she explained why she was correct also so Janelle Monet might got a new fan in me. I might try to listen to her album to see if I like it. I mean, I like Django Jane a lot. They asked her that too. They was like, "Why? When you? When she? When are you gonna rap more?" She was like, "You think I could rap?" She was like, "Yeah, you. You got bars." And she do like that. Django Jane was was better than a lot of your rappers' raps and songs. That shit was dope. That shit was a flow. The beat was hot. That shit was bars. And she was like, "Yeah, I, I do that when I want to really just cut through. Like I just want to say what I gotta say and get it out." And I was like, well, you did a good job, because Django Jane is a bop. It really is, and it's, he got bars on it. That shit, is, that shit has got some shit. Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to check it out. I'm definitely going to watch, I'm going to watch the, it's a video, I guess it's a video movie type deal with it. Also, I'm definitely going to watch that, but hopefully I'll like the album. Maybe I can listen to it. I mean, I like some of her songs. I like Electric Lady, uh, and uh, I think that's it. I like Electric Lady. I never really listened to the rest of them. Um, but she has a strong fan base. Um, that goes way back, apparently. That's how they knew her and Tessa was going was dating. I had no idea. But, yeah, shout out to her. I was really impressed, and I, li- and I like her a lot. And I was just glad. Like, such a relief. Like, even when Lamar LaNegra went on there, like, she was trying. But you could tell, like, she wasn't... Not that she wasn't sharp, but you could tell that her... <sighs> She did. She did a good job, and she and she she kept to her point. 
but she she allowed them to like wiggle in there with the nonsense and try to flip it and try to make it a thing and and it was you know she Janelle was not with that shit at all she was like nah this why you wrong and let me tell you why and that was it so it was just a little different if you heard it you'll you know what I mean um yeah so I just wanted to drop that in there um this has been a short, it's not been an active week. I don't have no, what was on Ayala? Um, I think Ayala was not good this week. Oh, wait, was it part? No, it wasn't. It was something, it was not memorable. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Actually, 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 Ayala had these two women that were sex workers that wanted to not be sex workers. Um, not an explosive episode. It was a lot of... Ayala, I told y'all she don't fix nobody's life. She's a misogynist. She's very, you know, all that old old school respectability shit, you know. Oh, well, you know, what about your daddy? You know, when girls turn into prostitutes, when they don't have their daddy. That's, it's girls that turn into prostitutes that got whole healthy families. Like, y'all on this bullshit, like, y'all really need, like, that's, that's nonsense. That's not. Yes, there are people who, because they don't have a father figure, do all kind of shit. But there's also people who have both people in the house and still do shit. So it's like, y'all try to, like, bite everything down to these little simple, churchy, respectability bullshit. And it just was, she was doing that. And, you know, of course, it's always the woman's fault. And it's just, you know, it wasn't, it was all right. The one, the one girl on there, the one lady was 28. That was a rough 28, because she looked all of, I would, if you'd have asked me what her age was, I'd have said, like, at least 48. She, she had a rough life. Um, but, it just, again, like, people's parents be trash, man. Like, ah, this girl, she, she played softball or whatever it was, and then she got pregnant at 16. And when she got pregnant at 16, her mom just abandoned her. Just left out the house. Mom moved out the house because she got pregnant at 16. And long story short, she ended up in sex work. And I'm just like, I don't. A lot of y'all is out here swearing y'all good people and going to church and swearing y'all praying and the Lord this and God provides and all this bullshit. And y'all going straight to hell. I don't know if y'all know, but y'all are going straight to hell. Because y'all ain't Christian. Y'all ain't Christ-like. Y'all ain't decent at all. Y'all not good people at all. Y'all don't do anything that is charitable or, or loving or giving. Y'all just are not good people. And... And I know y'all think that y'all are, but y'all are not. And, you know, when your daughter get pregnant at 16 and, and look, I'm sure that woman has made lots of mistakes and, and lots of bad choices. And, and But if your daughter gets gets pregnant at 16, and I know kids are hard-headed to do what they want to do, but, I mean, you can't, that's something, something, you have something to do with that, too. It's somewhere you went wrong. And, you know, it might have just been not talking to your kids about birth control. It might, you know, who knows? But... It's, it kills me, these parents, like, they, they, their child, their teenager, their 15, 16-year-old gets pregnant, and it's like, it's all their fault. Really? You raised them, though. They lived in your house. They've been, like, uh, I don't know, the first, what you say, four or five years, totally dependent on you. Then, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, all right, they're a kid, but, like, 16 is not that old. And, you know, they get 16 and pregnant. It's like, you ain't got no, oh, well, that's them. That's on them. Like, nah, not really. I mean, yeah, but you had to have something to do with that, too, if your 16-year-old was pregnant. So, that was hers. That was the one lady's story. The other lady's story, what was her story? Uh, she had some mental illness in the family. Um, 
but how, I forgot, oh, she just said, I don't really know much, of, she didn't really go into too much about her family, I mean, I, I assume it was some issue, I mean, you, if you end up as a sex worker, and, you know, as a 16-year-old or however old, it's probably because you don't come from the best family, but she said that she was like 16 or whatever, and was watching the people on TV, and she thought, well, they make money, let me go do it, again, like, you know, that's if your 16 year old is watching TV and thinking that being a, a, a prostitute looks like a good option that's probably a little bit of your fault too like something you fell down you dropped the ball somewhere um so yeah it was alright it wasn't it wasn't that great of a show and I don't even know who's gonna be on next week but I just thought I'd mention it um Queen of the South is coming back I just saw the preview it's coming back in June listen all y'all on listening to me I don't watch Power. I see y'all tweeting Power and all these other shows. Queen of the South is so much better than Power. It is the best. Y'all like these drug dealing, drug crime, family lords, whatever shows y'all watch, Empire, whatever fuck y'all watch. Y'all like that shit. Queen of the South is better than all of them shows. The first season on Netflix, I think the second season is not. But they usually show the season before, before they show the new season. New season coming in June. I'm telling you, Queen of the South, you will not be, that show is good. Teresa Mendoza, <laughs> that shit is, it's on TBS, that shit is excellent. It's about to start again. It is better than Power, it is better than all all that shit on Netflix. That shit is, a, is good. It's full of action, the plot is good. <laughs> Join is tough, it's, it's tough. It's like some HBO series level shit. That shit is tough. Um, so if you can watch the first season... Netflix and watch it. I guarantee you'll like it. I don't know how you're going to see the second season, but it's coming back in June. Just saw the preview. Oh. Alright. So, um, and I guess this will be a short episode. or It will be a short episode. Um, I'm yawning so y'all can hear that I'm tired. Moving on to Genghis Kick. So, I had a whole bunch for y'all last week. It was a whole bunch of drops. This week, not so many um, drops. There's I mean, there are, but not nothing. I want to really recommend some ugly shit. It's a bunch of LeBrons coming out. Uh, I don't really like LeBrons. Um, but there are a pair of, where are they? I saved them. Some red. Now, y'all know I've told y'all before, I don't like the Air Max 97s. I know everybody likes them. I don't. But there's a red pair um, coming out. And not the same ones that came out on Valentine's Day. I know I put those up. This is a different one coming out, um, that are kind of dope, so I'm going to put them up, and then there's, um, these hybrid, um, Air Max 91s, 90s, Air Max 90s coming out, the all leather joints, so I don't know if y'all remember, when they first came out, they had the, um, the, what is that material, I guess the old school version of Flyknit, and then they had the all leather ones, I actually had the all leather ones, but I had the all leather ones in black, um, so the red, the red and white ones are coming out in all leather. I'll put those up. Um, other than that, though, I mean, all these joints is ugly. I mean, it sneaks out. It's Jordan's coming out, so it's the Air Jordan 10 Shadow. I don't like them shits. Um, there's some Air Jordan 11 Low Tops coming out. I've told y'all before, I only like the classic Jordans. I don't like the remix. There's LeBron Soldiers. I wouldn't wear these. The bronze, I bet you they're real comfortable. To, oh, there's the Jordan Blue Moons coming out. I'll put those up for y'all. Those are actually nice. Um, I, 
it's certain shoes that I wear, like basketball. I'm sure those LeBron shoes are. I bet you they're comfortable as hell to ball in. I'm positive they are. But them shits is ugly, and I don't know where you would wear them off the court. And I, every now and then, I see people out with LeBrons, and I'll be like, them, those are not. They don't look good with jeans or or nothing. Maybe shorts, but like, ugh. Um, they're out. Um, and I be seeing y'all out in these in these fucking thigh high Air Force Ones or whatever you call them, these high tops with the straps. I be seeing y'all out in them joints. No, no, thank you. Pass, hard pass. Um, and all these Air Force Ones, like who is requesting these Air Force Ones? Who, who? It's like twenty nine different Air Force Ones they putting out. Who is wearing these? I don't. Look, I love an Air Force One. I really do. Um, you know, it's original Nike and all that. And it's a classic. Like, you can, you know, if you walk up in the spot, it's some white, low-top Air Force Ones in the sun. Ain't nobody going to say nothing. Like, okay, he got on Air Force Ones. It's like wearing shell tops. But, like, all these other ones that y'all putting out and these remixes, like, who's wearing these? Like, I I don't, I don't stop it. Like, retire this shit. Like, just have the, the white. Just like the classic Air Force One low top white should always be able to be found. Like if you want to wear those, you should always be able to find those. But these other remix and candy cane joints and y'all doing all this shit with the stripes and the airs, like stop it. The high top joint, the the I don't know shin high, whatever you call them. Like stop it. Like I don't know what y'all doing. Um, they keep putting those out, so that's why like I don't really. It sneaks out, but, like, I ain't putting them joints up. Um, summer's coming, so I think what I'm going to do is, yes, I just thought of it. What I'll do for next week is I'm going to put together a, a, a collection of, like, classic summertime-only sneaks that I like that I think look dope when you rock them in the summertime. So I'm talking about your Stan Smiths, your Shell Tops. I have some other ones in there. They're not all the ones you think about, but your classic low top, because summertime, they got to be low top, wear my shorts or whatever, fly niggas, um, you know, summer 88 fly nigga joints. I'm going to put a collage together of those shoes for next week. So next week it's going to be summer fly. Genghis Kicks, Summer Fly. I'm going to put them all together. And um, that's going to take me a minute because I got I got to think of all the ones. There's some old old joints that you might not even be able to find no more. I'm, I'm going to do the classic. Y'all remember Lecoq's Four Teeth, the joint with the roosters on them? Um, I'm going to go back. I'm going to take it back. So I'm gonna, I got to think what they all are, see if I can find them. I'll probably be able to find them on Image at least. But, um, yeah, I'm going to put that together. It's going to be Genghis Kicks, Summer 88. Because summertime is just when you pull your kicks out. Um you know, I got I got shoes that I bought that I don't I have still in the box. Like, nah, these summertime joints. I ain't gonna wear them to the summertime. A couple. Um, yeah. All right. So, um, that's it for this week. Um, this episode one fifty. If I didn't say it earlier, I don't know what I'm gonna call this. Listen, can y'all? I ain't gonna. T- I I can't go into detail, but like, yo, if y'all could just send me some positive energy. Some fucking, I need a break, and I'm just, I, I don't know what I gotta do, man, like, ugh, I just need, I, I just wanna, I wanna switch, I wanna do something different, and I have the experience, and I have the background, and I just can't, I don't understand why I can't make it, and so, um, 
yeah, just send me some positive energy and help help me figure this shit out because I gotta figure some shit out because I don't know. I want to move. I was, I don't know. Um, yeah. So pray for me, y'all. <laughs> uh, episode one fifty. Thanks for asking. Uh, I don't know what the title's gonna be. I, I I think of one by the time I put it up and um. The email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at KMGZ. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at thanks underscore for asking without the G. Please follow me there. Um, yeah, and that's it. See y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>